Hello! Welcome to Mutually Codependent with Adam and Jen. I am Adam. And I am Jen. Hello, Jen. Hello, Adam. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm good, but I knew that because we like are together all the time, 24-7. Pretty so much. Yeah. How things are going. Today's a good day, and we have uh, <clears throat> several reasons for today being a good day, including, well, fuck, we're alive. We're here. Yeah. Um, but also, one of the good things about today is the strain of the show. It's Jen, pretty, pretty what is great. it? The strain of the show today is Bankers and Mac. Say that in a normal voice. Bankers and Mac. There you go. I didn't know. Bankers and Mac, <clears throat> which I have information about, but hold on. Okay, so Bankers and Mac is a 50% sativa and 50% indica weed strain made from the genetic cross between OG Kush and Master Kush. Hmm. Has 24.3% THCA and 0.14% Delta 9. Sorry, I couldn't quite see the screen. I got to turn the screen. Um, Bankers and Mac is known for making users feel relaxed, happy, and euphoric. It's actually a medical marijuana strain, so it offers patients with a lot of stress and severe depression. It offers a lot of relief for people with depression, apparently. According to our sources. <clears throat> Which is leafly.com. We're not allowed to say that it's actually good for anything, unfortunately. But no, the but FDA is kind of wrong. According to Leafly and the people who have used it, it says this. <coughs> so um, <coughs> it's good for pain. Um, it has a very diesely pine floral flavor to it. Uh, I'd agree with that. Yeah, and the dominant terpene is myrcene. So we've we've tried it. It's pretty good. So you, it, it says that you can smell like blue cheese, menthol, sage. I smelled blue cheese as soon as I smelled it. A lot of other people didn't, but it's like real blue cheese, like Rofert blue cheese. You smelled it as soon as you smelled it? I smelled the blue cheese in it as soon as I opened yeah, yeah, yeah. the bud and smelled it, yeah. I assume that's what you meant. It is what I meant. Smart people got it. Oh. oh. But I got it, so. You did. <laughs> I don't know why that was an insult. It wasn't. Not to you. <laughs> not to I was talking to the, the audience. <laughs> right, <again. laughs> She's not in here. Yeah, she is. She's in bed. Oh, she's she just is. behaving. Mm. I'm surprised Lily's not in here. Well, when you lock her out the door, she can't come in here. The I know. Locked. Lily's lost some weight, our cat. <laughs> she's not so pleasantly plump anymore. Yeah, we got well. We got the kitten Stormy, and um, it's a good combination of um, the activity. Yeah, um, and we're just focusing more on what she's getting fed. So instead of a squeezy tube and uh, wet food on top of her dry food every day, twice, uh, it's just half of that of of the of the wet food and the squeezy tube. and half of the squeezy, squeezy tube. <laughs> It's still half. It's half of what it was. She won't just eat the regular food. She has standards now. <laughs> if you would only give her the dry food, mm-hmm. she'd eat the dry food. Who's whose favorite person is she? Who's her favorite person? Well, you. That's why you, she gets what she gets. <laughs> exactly. I have You've to You've been keep... bribing her in her, yes! life, her entire I, life. Her entire life. I've bribed <clears throat> her to love me. Like, I have to keep up the charade. <laughs> The charade. The, I have to keep up the bribing. Like, otherwise, she won't come sit in my lap every morning and try to attack my phone if I don't put it down to talk to her. She will bite your phone. She if you're is... looking at your phone, she'll come up behind it and, like, like she, you think she's wanting some pets. Mm-hmm. And then she'll just bite the shit out of the corner of your phone. And I've seen videos of cats <laughs> breaking phone screens. She'll knock it out of my hand. 
Yeah. <laughs> she just knocked that out of my hand. It's a good way to get schmacked. No, she wants attention. I'm not paying attention to her. I'm her best friend in the whole world. She waits for me to exist around her. We may be talking about because me and her now, not her and me, but yeah. like. <laughs> There's a bond there. It's it's a it's a. She's my baby. I love her so it's much. Reciprocated. Let's just say if our house caught on fire, she would be the first thing I saved. Yeah. Well, yeah. She's has so much anxiety. Like. Well, I could see you screaming at everybody else as you looked for her to make sure everybody got out. And I imagine if <laughs> everybody our... here is old enough to get out of a burning house. <laughs> Well, yeah, but if you don't know, it's fucking burning, Jen. Although we do have smoke, smoke alarms We now. do have working smoke detectors. We haven't. Let's just say not all of our rooms have had a smoke detector the past five years. <laughs> yeah. But what are we going to talk about today? Um, so last week was customer service, and I think we had quite a bit to offer, but then it kind of made me think about you know, a lot of my experience hasn't really been customer service, but sales. Um, and I've kind of had both. And uh, finally, two days ago, <laughs> we bought a car. We've been, so Jen had the Land Rover. She uh, wrecked it. <laughs> She's coughing so she can't step in and, and correct my story. No, some asshole was being an asshole, and she avoided him, and so did two other people, and they all three hit each other. So, like... <laughs> and he took off. And he took off, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. going our way. We all got fucked, well, except for the first guy, because, well, there wasn't really anything you could do to that car but steal the engine to make it worse. <laughs> I mean, if it had our full, all, all four wheels, it probably <laughs> would... You could sell a wheel. Um, so, anyway, uh, very slight yeah impact not not really <clears throat> significant except the fact that she was driving a land rover and everything on land rover cost a shitload of money to replace so they totaled it um and that's fine it's not it, it's an older uh it was had 150,000 40,000 miles on it uh it, i figured it was worth 12 they offered us like 12 <laughs> for the payoff and yeah. i was like yeah i'll take it like i didn't even have to argue um because it had some, it had its own issues already that I was knew I had to deal with soon, and I just hadn't yet. And also, I wasn't sure if I could fix one of the problems. So it was kind of, uh, you know, it was motivating us to do something, you know, we probably wouldn't have done getting a new vehicle, but it's gonna it it forced us to get a vehicle that passes inspection. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we looked at a lot of different cars. And we won't make this a car show, but um, we looked at a lot of different things that were, you know, what we needed. We wanted it to pull a little bit. And we we ended up landing on a Santa Cruz, which is basically a Hyundai Santa Fe. But instead of the back cargo area, it's a little truck bed. So it's like a, a Honda Ridgeline or like the new Ford Mavericks. They're all they're yeah. kind of doing that. Um, I so, like the Ford Mavericks, actually. I think they're cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a little trick. That is the biggest comp like competition with the Hyundai is the Maverick. There's similar pricing. Hondas I think are much more expensive, but we uh, we were able to find something newer and uh, we're excited about it. And we were able to find finally, finally replace the Land Rover, which was today is January 11th, 2024, and the accident happened on november 6th 2023 
So yeah. um, it's been a while, and it took us a while to deal with this. But while we're dealing with all of this... It's all State Farm's fault, though, if you listen to last week. Oh, yeah, that's right. They listened to last week. The State Farm is the... They screwed the pooch on this one, and uh, we'll be looking for a different insurance carrier, but... Um, screwed <coughs> the pooch. Isn't that an expression? It definitely is. Um... I don't know. Now now you're making me wonder. I've never heard that in my entire life. I wonder if it's something I heard wrong. What does screw the pooch mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not just me. Yeah. Uh, we recommend not being too literal with this one. <laughs> See, that's to screw the pooch is to make a big or humiliating mistake. That's the biggest part of it. Yeah. The humiliating. Like, yeah, they, they screwed the pooch. Yeah, if you somehow screwed an actual pooch, dear friend, you seriously screwed the pooch somewhere along the way. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, that's a real thing. So, anyway, we were finally able to get this vehicle... <laughs> And um, so since then, we've uh, we've only had one car. Yeah. There's basically four adults living here. It was 17, 18, and us. And, uh, and, and, and yeah, so big relief. But it also helped us kind of, kind of motivate us to do a sales-themed episode. Yeah. Everybody hates salesmen. Let's be honest. Yeah. We all do, you, especially you the hate, car ones. You may find some salespeople you like, but let's be real. We don't. No one likes being sold to. Some people do, but some, it's the very rare exception. Nobody likes uh, to be solicited. Most people don't want to be bothered by yeah. somebody. We have a giant no soliciting sign on our front door. Mm-hmm. That's metal. I got from Hobby Lobby. And now? Where the lobbyists go. If somebody knocks on our door, then, and they're trying, like, with a company, I'm so excited to say this, and I haven't been able to yet. Oh, I have one time. Did you? Yes, he knocked on the door, and he looked so stupid. And he turns around, and I pointed at the door, and I said, get the fuck off the porch. Oh, that's not what I was going to (laughs) say. And he just ran. He just turned around and ran. I am looking forward to it. Okay, this is a really good example of how we're different. <laughs> this is a, like this is super telling, like because this is this is a real example we're using on the fly to show how like and we talk about our similarities all the time. There's a lot of ways we are incredibly different too. But that's her exciting. I'm waiting to tell some kid to get the fuck, fuck off, off my, my porch. porch. And what I want to do is open up the door and say yeah. And when they do their little pitch, I'll be like, why the fuck would I do any business with a company who can't read? And then point at the sign that says no soliciting. That's what I want to do. I may have asked, I think I asked him. I was like, can you read? And I pointed at the door. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then I was like, get the fuck off my porch. And he just took off. Yeah. Yeah. um, Which is too bad because the people who choose to do those jobs are in a pretty shitty place, probably. I do. And I feel bad for them, like, because they're young kids. Most, most, they're like 20 year old boys. Like, they're, they're guys who got roped in. Oh, you're going to make all this money doing roof sales and solar sales. And I've known a lot of people who do that. And, Mm -hmm. um, and they don't do it anymore. So, uh, you know. Choose choose your work wisely, and they and these guys probably don't even get paid, uh, you know, any kind of wage except when they lead to a sale because they're not even the salespeople; they're just the pitch. Do you want to talk to the real sales guy? Yeah, I and, did give a guy a bottle of water one time. Yeah, who was sweating, and it was like July, and he was. I said, "Are you hot?" And he goes, "Yes, ma'am." I said, "Do you want a bottle of water?" And we had some from like 
Uh, it was right after your birthday. So it was right oh, after yeah. we put up the no soliciting sign. But he was here to like deliver something. I think he was an Amazon person. I just happened to open the door. That's what oh, it was. Okay. He walked into the foyer. I couldn't imagine you giving. No, a he walked into. The, that's what it is. He walked into the foyer and I gave him a bottle of water. He says that's thank cool. you and left. But his sweating's hot. He's, yeah. He's bringing my goodies. That's tough. It's a tough job. Um. Yeah, anything in the in the heat. So I have, uh, you know, if in case you're wondering, well, what makes them an expert about sales? Well, we've both done sales for work. I've done a lot uh, of more variety of sales than Jen has, but um, I uh, should I like brief summary? Like I did digital marketing sales for some startups around Austin until I realized that none of them fucking worked, and I quit. Um, <coughs> and I. Uh, a lot of over the phone sales for that kind of thing for like Harris Connect. Oh my God, I forgot about that for like two and a half years. You worked for Harris Connect? Yeah, yeah. Did you ever get one of those yellow flyers in the mail? Yeah, asking you to update your information. Yeah, that whole thing is just to sell you the the book. What book? So yeah, that that gets published. Oh, I always just threw it away. The the card. Yeah, we used to get those yeah, in Virginia. If they had your if they have your phone number, they'll call you too. And I was on the team that would make these cold calls, and it was awful. And I did it from home, so it made it kind of better. I wish you uh, would have called me when people used to call me like that on a home phone. I used to do an accent. Oh yeah. Yeah. And cool. her name was Dixie. Dixie. And it was a whorehouse. Dixie's whorehouse. Dixie's whore. Dixie's whorehouse. Oh my God, Kim used to. Like, What's your favorite flavor? I think it was Kim. <laughs> She would, uh, what it, uh, I forgot what she would use. I oh, don't dang it. That's not even a story. I just like I built just, it up for nothing. But, but I, she, go ahead. I'd answer and say, Dixie's Whorehouse, what's your flavor? We got black, white, and Asian. <laughs> Little Mexican, too. I didn't, I didn't say anything like that. I used to, uh, I used people to answer other people's phones as penis and pleasure. This is Adam speaking. How can I help you today? My brother had a friend, Dustin, that used to answer our phone. Thank you for calling, Thank you for calling, calling Academy, Academy Sports yeah. and Outdoors. I, he probably did that to me. My name is Dustin. How may I help you? What if somebody was like, oh, shit. This yeah, I'm looking for an igloo cooler. <laughs> Gotta have them wheels on it because I ain't got no friends. <laughs> oh, my God. That's my coolers have wheels. Jen, that was on the, do you remember the, like, Budweiser commercial? That's so fucking sad. It was like uh, the, like, cooler with a wheels guy. Yeah. Because he's the guy with everything, except friends to help him carry his cooler. I like this strain a lot. I haven't. I I lit it and then let it go out. Oh my I god! Even it been says smoking. it makes you super giggly. <laughs> it makes you feel euphoric. The lighter. And it does. I like this strain a lot. I've smoked it, but I've been high <laughs> when I smoked it. So I was totally sober today. I'm man. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm just kind of sad that I got a. I have a limp dick joint. That's what I call them. Well. <clears throat> it's my fault. It. <laughs> I did. <laughs> so, and I sold cars for three, three years, four years, something like that. Um, so I do have quite a bit of sales experience. I'm a bit of an expert. I'm probably responsible for a script you've heard somebody on the phone tell you. That'd be funny. 
That would be funny. I, like <coughs> depending on where you live, it's yeah. it's possible. Um, we would make a lot of phone calls. So um, we dealt with a few salespeople, but I don't know where it's at. <laughs> we Here. lost our lighter. No, I stole it. I put it down somewhere I couldn't see. So right in front of me. Um, <clears throat> we we dealt with a couple people. The uh, we went to go buy a car that we thought we were gonna buy on Tuesday. <coughs> the same day we did buy a car. Yeah. Um, but in the morning we went to uh, Round Rock Hyundai, and uh, we had been watching this car, and they had just lowered the price, and we're like, all right, let's fucking let's pull the trigger, and <coughs> we knew the check was for sure in the mail with a tracking number. So right, we were pretty <coughs> close. Uh, we were, we were ready. We we're ready to go. Let's go. We're going to buy a car. We'd basically already decided this is the best value of the car in, in our area. And we're going to, uh, just go and, and try and buy it and not super confident with, uh, with financing. Cause financing is fucking weird right now. The market is weird. The car market, all the markets, all the financing, everything's just weird right now. So I had my doubts of whether or not I would even get bought, but it, it actually ended up we got a pretty good rate, uh, so I shouldn't beat myself up about my credit so much, I guess. But um, oh, my mountains aren't great. so we're ready to buy, and we go see this truck, and uh, <coughs> it's exactly the truck we've been looking for. <coughs> <coughs> the color combination, the the white with you know black plastic, I like black plastic, and um, so. The guy, it takes us like it takes him like twenty minutes, twenty five minutes from the time we walked in the door before we actually like had the car pulled up, and we gave them the stock number when we got there. So you and like, mom? No, me and you. Oh yeah. And so we're like, this was at Round Rock. This oh yeah, Round about. Rock. You Monday. didn't even know what I was talking about. You've been I lost track. Coffin. Um. So uh, this kid comes up. He hadn't been selling cars long. Uh, he told us in the uh, short test drive. Uh, the, we basically like opened up the doors, took a look at it. Yeah. It looks pretty new. It only had 10,000 miles on it. So we're like, yeah, it's going to look new. Um, so I looked, you know, for scratches and stuff I'm like, all right, well just for like a formality yeah, because we're like, basically like we sh we're just, this is the car we want and it's new basically. And it's under a hundred percent under warranty right now. So if there's a problem, like it's going to get fixed. Like we're like, okay, here we go. And so we're like, let's drive it, and um, we get about a block. <laughs> and 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 I I was kind of like, huh, it's kind of weird. So then Jen decided to pipe up. And I was like, I can't handle the smell of this car. It smells like fucking shit. It smelled like somebody. No, that's not what happened. I'm sorry. It's but not. No. What did I say? Uh, you just like turned and looked at me and you go, why does this car smell like shit? That is what happened. And the car salesman's in the car. Yeah. In the back seat. I <clears throat> was probably wondering why we smelled. I thought and he smelled, which wondered... is one of the reasons why I didn't say anything. Because when he was first opening the doors up for us, I smelled it and I thought maybe it was him. So I didn't say anything. Yeah. But it was definitely the car. Smelled like shit. Smelled like a barn full of shit. So we, we like, we had just pulled out of the dealership and we basically took out one entrance and went into the next entrance around a corner. And uh, 
So we get it. We pull it up. He's like, hey, well, do you want me to, you know, want to give me a few minutes to have a tech take a look at it? And I looked at him like I was like, what? <laughs> Why would we do that? Does he have magic non-shit smelling powers? Yeah, <laughs> like... I was like, how is a tech going to fix the smell in the car? And he looked at me like, fuck, I have no idea, man. I'm just trying to, like, sell a car. <laughs> like, I can just sell. And I knew that feeling, too. Um, but you He's shouldn't... a Genesis specialist, actually, it said. Um, I don't know what that means, other than maybe they have different managers or something. Hyundai. So at Hyundai, I noticed, like, on a lot of their desk, it says Hyundai specialist, or it said Genesis specialist. And you probably... Uh, so when I worked for Chrysler... They had distinctions for people who took the time to do the online training courses. Mm -hmm. And we actually had uh, a considerable income from yeah. them. In fact, their bonuses were uh, just as good sometimes than our really, really shitty pay structure that was in the dealership. I mean, yeah. you could sell a car and only make a hundred bucks. The average guy was selling 10 cars. So if you only made $1,000 that month, you're not going to stick around long. No, like, you're gone. Yeah, but you sold as many cars as everybody else did. Yeah. So what the fuck? You know? So mm -hmm. it's just super unfair in a lot of ways. Um, I definitely understand rewarding the guy who works harder. That's why I've had so many sales jobs. But yeah. car sales in particular is kind of frustrating because you don't control what you paid for the car. So sometimes you just get lucky on a car that we took in on trade. And that means that we didn't give the customer as much money as they could have gotten for mm -hmm. it. You know, like if you rip off the first guy, you make more money on the second guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I hate car dealerships. It's, it's just an, an industry that just doesn't fit with my personality. I, I, Seems very toxic. I loved uh, the interactions with the people. Yeah, and, I can see like, that. Doing that. And I loved being able to educate them on the car because I was the guy who was like, oh, yeah. That Tahoe has. I would have bought a car from you. <clears throat> like, if I didn't know you and you were my car salesman, yeah. you are somebody that I would have, like, just like the other day uh, where we actually ended up getting the car, the salesman we had, Constantine, he was fantastic. Loved him. And I wanted to buy that truck from him because I liked him so much in the test drive. Because yeah, he was hilarious. Because he, he and I kind of had the same, yeah. we were kind of talking about the same thing. Mutually Codependent is brought to you by Syntex CBD and Texas Canna Health. SyntexCBD.net is your one-stop shop for legal cannabis shipped directly to you. Get free shipping with any purchase over $50. And don't forget to use coupon code POD15. That's P-O-D-1-5 for 15% off your purchases. We were discussing the Charles Mond... If you're from Austin... Yeah, Charles Mond is a guy who used to own <laughs> a bunch of dealerships until his son fucked it all up for him. Um, we won't get into that story, but it's a good one. He hired people to kill people who did, who, or to beat people up who ended up killing them, and then as a response, while he was in jail, tried to hire more people to kill the other people that killed the people. So, <coughs> paid them out of his own bank account. <coughs> Seriously. So Constantine and I were discussing, didn't he watch like one episode of TV of a crime show or a movie? Yeah, that's what like you guys nothing? Were... And he's like, I know, right? No SVU or CSI at all. Yeah, that so... guy doesn't know very many abbreviations. Who? The the guy, he doesn't know about things like CIA and FBI <laughs> and what is Yeah, that? I looked up <coughs> the article about it. So one of the informants that in the prison when he tried to get the three guys who he hired first, when he tried to get them killed 
one of the guys that he asked to kill them was an FBI informant who was in prison. Oh, really? Yes. Dang. That's the, why uh, he got in so much trouble the second time. The, Idiot. Uh, the, the sales guy, um, the way he told the story, which was still just as bad, is that they were a prison informant to get less time. Um, but but the article said they were the FBI. FBI. That yeah. is fucking stupid. <laughs> so Charles Mon no longer has car dealerships because his son is stupid. A moron. And he'll probably tell you the same thing. His, because his son put his dick in crazy. Yeah, because it was like a baby mama thing. Yeah. You, uh, so anyway, um, we appreciate good salespeople, though. Good, great uh, salespeople. Honest salespeople, kind salespeople. Like, I am I know a lot of people don't believe in this, and, you know, Adam's pretty on the fence about it, but, like, I fully feel like I can kind of feel people's energies at times. And if your energy makes me feel standoffish or unsafe or just... No, not right. Like, there's just something about you that I can't do. Like, there's something wrong. Um, I won't buy a car from somebody like that. I don't want to sit at somebody's. I don't like when waiters are like that. Like, I definitely knew salespeople that as soon as they went and shook somebody's hand, they weren't going to get in the car. Like, they were, or go, come in the building. They were just going to stand out there and talk. Because, like, <clears throat> some guys that I worked with were just skeezy like that. Um, and and actually, one guy that I worked with looked that part. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, Bo. Robert. Robert Hensley. One of the, like, sweetest men I've ever known. Like, I really ad- – I, I wish I could look him up because if he's around, I'd be like, dude, I want to have a beer, Bo. You know? Uh, what's that? Is that the one that had the saddle for his wife? Um, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but he was a similar, <laughs> it was against the rules of the dealership that I worked at to have facial hair at all. And it had been that owner's policy for decades. <clears throat> and, um, one of his longtime employees told me about one time that he tried to go grow a goatee and, uh, and <laughs> the guy, the, the owner walks up and, uh, he's like, what you got there on your face? And he goes, oh, that? Oh, no, that's nothing. That's just a saddle for my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Fine Bedford, I think that was his name. No, that was the other, that was a sales manager. Or, I mean, service manager, I think. Fine, Fine Bedford. No, maybe that was him. I don't know. I get their names mixed up. It was a long time ago. It doesn't matter. But Bo was the other, another great story that I have, uh, which is vulgar. So cover your ears if you need to. Um <laughs> There was uh, a guy that I worked with, and we'd just sit outside waiting for somebody to drive up at a Pontiac dealership. So <laughs> One day, person so, a day. So we smoked a lot of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Pontiac dealership. Um, and so I, I, I was out there and, and with him, and we were sitting on a bench, and we were, you know, you know just talking and just bullshitting. And then uh, one of the, the people, one of the employees in the back, who was female um came and she was somebody that spent a lot of time in the gym and she would tell you about how much time she spent in the gym and she would wear dresses and skirts and pants that accentuated all of the time she spent in the gym and um Bo has no shame none so she comes out we all (laughs) smile greet hey have a good night and then I look to the parking lot, and then 
I uh, <clears throat> Bo had been in the middle of a sentence when she walked out, so I was waiting for him to pick up his story, and he didn't, because he was watching her walk to her car. Good God. And I notice, and you know, and I notice him watch. Like I look where he's looking; it's her, and I'm like, "Yeah, I get it." You know, it was yeah. she had great behind, and uh, and like then she like got in her car and drove off, and he watched her car leave the parking lot before he said anything to me again. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> in the middle of a story, like he was in the middle of a sentence, stopped the sentence when the door opened. Hey, how you doing? And then just staring, watching. <laughs> and I didn't even realize what he was doing at first. <clears throat> and then I did. And I was like, oh, dang, that's funny. And then he looks to me finally, takes a long drag of his cigarettes. Boy, I'd strap that thing on like a gas mask. <laughs> <laughs> and he put his hands up to his face hey. like Home Alone <laughs> and motorboated his palms. With a cigarette in his hand, <laughs> and, and he <laughs> literally went, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and and I was, oh my god! And he looked that sleazy, really. Yeah, but he was a sweetheart. He was just vulgar. Yeah, and and <laughs> uh, not even usually that vulgar. You know, that was just really <laughs> off. Like I, it was surprised to me. Um, <laughs> and and so that was funny. What year was this? Uh, two thousand seven, eight, nine, something. Yeah, so it was still okay-ish to treat people that way then. Like, there wasn't quite that. I mean, I really hate saying that it wasn't that long ago, but I mean, you know, he uh, never would have said something like that to her, like to her, or if hopefully, a, or if, even if a woman was around. Oh, that may okay. That makes that me feel a lot like better. That was just like a between me and him thing. <laughs> Because he, he shocked me even being between me and him. Like, he wasn't, he was. So You've he, talked really fondly of him before. Yeah. He I, said he was, like, the sweetest he was guy. like, all the best parts of my dad. Like, he represented Yeah, that's all what that, you, you said. Know? Like, he was just, a, he seemed like a really good guy. He, uh, he lived here in Austin in the 80s, and he was kind of a cowboy. He was from North Carolina. And, uh. He's a good old boy. He told me he would go into um, Ropers. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Ropers? It's yeah. Not, it's not around anymore. No, I went there one time. <coughs> he said he would go there in the 80s. Yeah, it was big. That's where my friend Megan met her step, her mom met her stepdad in the 80s. Pick up a woman around 7 o'clock-ish. Maybe 9. Um, <coughs> Just a random woman that he that he met at the bar. They would go and hook up and both go back to the bar uh-huh. to find somebody to go home with around 10 or 11. And then if you were done by clothes, you'd go pick up scraps that nobody had taken home yet. Um, I, I have questions. <laughs> But it was all consensual. I mean, it's not like this was a like womanizing thing. They were doing it like that's just how much sex was happening in the eighties. Ropers in the eighties. In the fucking eighties. Gross. Ropers is uh, obviously Ropers. You can probably imagine it's a cowboy bar. It was the grossest place. Never been inside. Oh, you've never been? No. Was it Midnight Rodeo? Midnight Rodeo is much nicer. I've been there. Ropers was on Wells Branch. Oh, I've been to Ropers too. We okay. got in there underage one time. Yeah, um, probably on purpose. 
Yeah, they didn't even check our IDs. They said, come on in. Of course they did, because they knew somebody might have a chance. <laughs> I don't remember paying for anything. <laughs> yeah, I imagine there were several bows around. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because he literally lived like two or three miles from Roper's still. Yeah. And I didn't know if that was on purpose. It turns out it wasn't. I think the the his girlfriend that he had lived with at the time, um, they were basically a couple. But he had this weird thing. I just remembered that. Um, he had this weird thing with her that he said that he rarely could tell her that he loved her. Hmm. And I I want to I want to say he never has actually by at that time and mm-hmm. they were together seven years or something yeah and he told me that he never had said it yet that's a long time and and I was like I looked at him and he didn't even wait for me to ask anything he was like I know it's weird man he's like I've never had done this in a relationship in my life. But it just seems like to me, as soon as I said I love you, that bitch went crazy. And I just did not want her to go crazy. And I was like, like, that's such a weird, like, way to to think. Like, because it sounds wrong. Like, you should, like, scold that guy. But then it sounds, like, really sad that he was afraid of losing who she was. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> losing the the relationship they had yeah i have so much of this pre-roll left um but <clears throat> and, and and so i was like still kind of not understanding in the moment and and uh he goes oh i show her he's like i show her all the time so she knows i just don't say it out loud and i'm like that's still really fucking weird but it seems like it works for them and oh. because he said she said it all the time. So she knew he loved her. Uh, yeah. yeah. And so like coming from. So and as sweet as he, I knew him to be. Like, yeah. As vulgar as he could be. She uh, probably he was just as it. sweet. Probably. I, yeah. it, some so, girls like it. Obviously enough for her, him to score three in one night, as he said. That's or, disgusting. Or That's just dirty. It is. It's gross. I'm like, sitting there thinking, my, okay, this is a little vulgar, but in TMI, but my vagina feels gross right now. Like, not gross, but I feel, maybe not my vagina, but my gent, my pelvis region feels off. Off limits. Off limits right now. forever right now, based on those informations like, I feel like I need to go take a bath just That's hearing that. That's why there's so many STDs out there, guys. Yes. It's you, not because it's, of the it's fucking because 80s. your parents were fucking everybody. With their bushes. Yeah, and and those bushes <laughs> held a lot of moisture. And I imagine there was plenty of residual moisture. That's so disgusting. You wanna know what? What? You wanna know what? What? <laughs> this strain is fantastic. I just thought of a uh, of a trivia. <laughs> Yeah. I just thought of a trivia. We're getting so off topic and I love it. Um, <laughs> I thought of a trivia. <clears throat> There's only one scent mm-hmm. that has been proven reliably mm-hmm. to attract a woman to a man. And what is it? Bacon. Do you really want to know? I do. The scent? Mm hmm. Of his last mate's 
vagina. Ew. On his penis. Ew. That's gross. Like they're they're okay, but let's think about that. He should have taken a shower. Yes. But as an animal mm-hmm. that's ovulating mm-hmm. that needs to reproduce. Yeah. Instead of I'm ovulating out, right now. Oh. Well, I'm not really ovulating, but it's that time for me. Oh. Um, oh. Sorry. <coughs> so off topic. Kinda. <laughs> uh so You've got a limited amount of time that you're available. Mm-hmm. You want to choose a good mate, though. Yeah, I chose a great mate. And you didn't smell like anybody. I, we haven't reproduced, though. So, for, for you Cho- know, reproduction. In a cho- choice by choice. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, we're not trying. Because <laughs> no, if we were trying, we'd have more than one baby by now. <laughs> oh, I pretty much would have stayed are. pregnant. Uh, odds are. That's <laughs> yeah. almost six years. <laughs> Have we ever done the math? That'd be an interesting. Uh, so, if you didn't want to spend any energy or time deciding <clears throat> who would be a good mate, yeah, another option might be who has been good enough for everyone else. That makes sense. So let's let's smell that. Oh, you've already won. So, fuck it, let's go. If it was good enough for her, good enough for me. That's the mentality that it would be. I'm thinking lions in my head. That's honestly, reason. that's what I was thinking too. And zebras. Oh, that's interesting. Well, when we went to the safari park in May. Yeah, huge dong. Yeah, and they were assholes. They were like the only things they told us we weren't allowed to pet through the yeah. windows <laughs> donkeys they're like or no not donkeys sorry, zebras they're like don't pet the zebras they bite literally the only thing out of everything there out of hundreds of animals yeah don't pet the zebras they bite <clears throat> i i liked the llamas and the alpacas i was the most afraid of them the ones that were like the because ones I with the know, big lashes because i know they can spit but those were so sweet but they she were was sweet. purring yeah. when i was petting her through the window I gotta be honest, like I was I was content in my role as driver. Yeah, that makes sense for you. <laughs> Cause I didn't really want to touch all of these gross slobbery animals. Yo, next time we go, we'll take the truck and I'll sit in the truck bed and you can just go oh, with the windows up. You could do well, I mean, I like to participate a little bit, but my car did <gasps> smell like safari for about <laughs> six months after that. So we could do that next time. I would like to go again. That was like you know what? one of the most fun times I ever had as an adult. We could put little chairs in the back <coughs> and probably have two or three of you in the back. Yeah, we could. We wanted to take food. the kids. Yeah. Because the kids wanted to go. <coughs> I want to see the moo cows again. <coughs> the little highlands. They had highlands. <coughs> they were so sweet. I don't know if I'd want to take the truck, though, because they kept scratching with their, their horns. Their, their, their hooves. And horns, horns were soft enough that they would, like a crayon. Yeah, it was like that's a crayon. It, was. yeah. it wasn't scratches, really. I guess that's true. I'm not saying what we did was good for the paint. No. But I don't think it was particularly bad for it. I did like the cows. They were so sweet, too. Like, you let them eat, and then they would, like, you could hug them through the window. I don't even remember what we were talking about. 
Mutually Codependent is brought to you by Syntex CBD in Texas Canna Health. SyntexCBD.net is your one-stop shop for legal cannabis shipped directly to you. Get free shipping with any purchase over $50. And don't forget to use the coupon code POD15, that's P-O-D-1-5, for 15% off your purchases. Ovulating. Ovulating. Animals. Animals. Other men. Lions. Lions. I said zebras because they're assholes. That's what you're talking about. Yep. Got it. Got it. Train completed. Yeah. So we were talking about kind of sleazy people, right? So I'm going to tell a little bit about a little training, a sales training video I watch. (coughs) Great. Now I have a chance to smoke. Courtesy of Whole Foods. (laughs) Years ago, we had to watch this really weird training video, and the manager decided to get a weird one to make it funny so that we could laugh and actually pay attention. Well, they used an analogy that good car salesmen... What do good car salesmen and good strippers have in common? They both take, they both make a lot of money off you before they fuck you. (laughs) Or by fucking. Or by fucking you. They make a lot of, I think that was, I think it was, I think it, actually, I rethought about it and it was, and I talked to Annie and I think what she said was it was, they made a lot of money, they'll make a lot of money off you by fucking you. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. They make a lot of money off you by fucking me. So, like, and I, that is really all I remember about that video. But ever since I've watched that, every time I walk into a car dealership, I have the same feeling of the few times I've been to a strip club. I'm here to spend money. Who's going to try to get somebody's me to spend gonna, yeah, the most money? Somebody, somebody's going to be the one who takes all of my money. Yeah. Who's going to be <coughs> the one who takes all of my money? At least at a strip club, you get to choose, and you can take your time choosing without judgment. Without judgment? Isn't that what you do? You're judging? You're like, oh, I don't want that one. No, I mean you being judged for just taking a few minutes to look around. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, because you get to... But in car sales, you don't even get that chance. I know. I hate that. You talk to the receptionist, and she assigns your dancer. Yeah, I liked Constantine, though. He was good. He was good. He was from Jordan? Jordan. <clears throat> yeah, he was funny. <clears throat> He's been here a long time, though. Yeah. He worked really hard to lose his accent or at least minimize it, it seemed. He had mm-hmm. mentioned that. Um, he was uh, hilarious, too. Yeah, so. he was funny. I think we surprised him with having a sense of humor. Like, I think, I. you know what? I wonder if he had, like, this, like, preconception of who we were going to be. Yeah, probably. And then, and then uh, we changed his mind real quick. Or he just felt open enough to become himself, you know, or, or whatever personality he chose, if that's not Yeah, himself. especially after I said, oh, it has a plug in the back. It's for my wood chipper. <laughs> and he just looked at me and said, yep. I was kidding. I don't have a wood chipper. Yet. Wink, wink. Um, yeah, the, the Santa Cruz has a, a an AC plug in the back, in the truck bed. So that's cool. Your story was so short. I haven't had a chance to really speak. Oh, that's all it was really about, though. Oh. I mean, it wasn't. I've done other sales jobs. Like, I've been bartenders. That is kind of sales. sales, Yeah. Yeah, And I mean, you're selling yourself to make more money and not in that way. Not as prostitution. Selling your personality and your smile. Yeah. Get your minds out together. Selling the experience. Selling the experience of the bar. Great customer service. Great customer service. With a nice set of tits. Yes. (laughs) Yes. 
I have a pretty smile, too. You've got all the pretty everything. That's true. Um, no, but I'm I'm pretty sweet for the most part, unless you piss me off. Like, okay, so when I first was diagnosed with autism, one of the one of the first videos I ever found on TikTok was a lot of people with autism, like a lot of girls get what's what is kind of jokingly called injustice autism. So anything that's an injustice to us or others we care about or things that we care about, we get irrationally angry about it. Like you, it's it's a because most autistics, their our brains are very black and white. There's not a whole lot of gray. Okay, so there's and then there's also math autistics, which I didn't get that. I'm not. Now I, I can't really count cards. I've tried. I've played a lot of blackjack on my phone. I didn't play any in Vegas. And I prepared for it. And I never. It's because I didn't want to pay more than $5 yeah, to buy Yeah, we in. walked by and every table was like $250. Yeah, I'm like, no. What? Fuck you. No, I play on my phone, guys. I've made $12 that I've cashed out on. That's right. Anyway, so. Big baller. And. <laughs> so. <clears throat> I what was I talking about? Fuck, I don't know. <sighs> I like the spanger in the back though. <laughs> it's really good. So, you know, I I saw myself like as a good person. Oh, injustice autism. That's what I was That's talking about. That's where we were. <laughs> so like there's this whole part of me that like gets insanely angry when people are ripped off or spammed or can I when you Rude. when this happens, can I say, Hey Jen, you're getting insanely angry right now? No. Oh. Just say I was just trying say to say your injustice your is showing. Your injustice. <laughs> your your justice is showing. So like today we were at work, we're at the shop in Ron Rock and um I'm out the front with Allie and I notice uh one of our regulars drive by in a car and I was kind of excited to see them because I haven't seen them in a long time. It was Alvin, actually. So, but he kept going because all of our parking spots were taken by people at fucking Pluckers. And so I walked straight over to Pluckers, saw the manager standing there. I said, oh, you're the manager? I said, your people need to move out of our spots. Our customers cannot park to even get into our store. I said, you have plenty of parking. You have five minutes or I'm calling tow truck. She goes, yes, ma'am. And she got on the PA and immediately made an announcement. But I was very blunt. I was kind of, I was very straight to the point. I had a little bit of a raised voice, but not enough to like anybody really else hear me. And I looked her straight in the eye when I said it. And I pointed at her and I pointed out to the thing. She knew I was serious (sighs) and she did it. Yeah. Like. But and I was telling him there's a lot of times that I have to get that behavior out in order for people to take me seriously. Yeah, to know that you're gonna be to have the confidence to know that you're gonna be taken seriously. Yeah. You know you're gonna get it. If you do that, yeah, it's gonna fucking work. So that's how I'm gonna have to do this. And I hate being that person. Yeah. But I'm not gonna let one of my favorite customers who I haven't seen in months and months and months. And you know, he couldn't even come in. That pissed me off. Yeah. <sighs> He's supposed to be on the podcast, actually. I know, but he had a he had a handicap placard thing hanging, so he was trying to get their handicap spots were even taken by people without handicaps because they were like door dashers. Bitches. Fucking door dashers. Yeah. Sorry, no offense if you're a door dasher, but <clears throat> don't park in the handicap. Yeah, especially when the parking lot's full. 
Why are you so much more important than everybody else? You're Entitlement. Not, you just don't want to have to walk. E. That's your e fucking job, dude. T I L E. That's why you're getting paid a delivery fee because nobody else wants to do that shit either. Yeah. Like, <laughs> certainly not. Doing well, a lot it of right. people are doing that, though. No, but I mean, like, that's why they're getting paid to because other people don't want to be doing what they're doing. Like, yeah. you, they understand that what they're doing is an inconvenience. Yeah. And part of that inconvenience is following the rules when it's a handicap spot. Yeah. Have you been getting any spam lately? And I'm yeah. not talking about the meats. I have not eaten spam in a long time. No, not eaten it. Have you been getting any? Well, yeah, like every day. Yeah, I've been getting this like Feed America thing. The Feed, no, the Feed Foundation keeps calling me. What does that mean? I don't know. They've called me like three times a day for like three weeks. <clears throat> they call in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening. It's always a different number. I've Googled it. There's a whole bunch of people receiving the calls. It's for hungry people in America. It's a new foundation trying to get money for people to eat because we have so many people starving in our own country. Is it legit? Yes, it is legitimate. Oh. But I don't want... It's because I'm with Mo Moms Uprising, which is a group of liberal and independent moms who um, send postcards out to remind other moms to vote and why we need to vote and... Why are, you know, because it matters because of our children and blah, 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 blah. But, um, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. But they, um, so, so that's why, because I'm on that list and the Feed Foundation is part of Moms Rising. But if, I, I've if, told them to please take me off. But they want me to volunteer. They're not even asking for it. Last time I talked to the lady, she goes, I'm not asking for money. We're asking for you to volunteer. Like send out postcards and stuff for people to find out about it. It's legit. Yeah. Yeah, they're just trying to feed um, people in, like, more rural areas that don't have, like, accessory access to, like, a lot of food pantries and um, shelters and soup yeah. kitchens and free, like, church meals and stuff. Yeah, that's what they're doing. That makes sense. Hey, I just did a plug. Huh? I'm going to tell them. They need to pay me. I want $1. $1. I want them to put $200 towards a family. <laughs> They're the foundation asking for the money. How are they going to put $200 to it? All the money they get is from donations. I don't know. <laughs> I could be their spokesperson. Okay. I'm just kidding. This woman came to us and was like, I'll go on TV and talk about you. Who is she? I don't, I don't know. know, man. She's we don't... just this lady. She's a stupid stoner lady. <laughs> she came with a joint and a Coors Light in her hand, bitching about how her mountains weren't blue anymore. <laughs> God damn it. My joint's out. You got a lighter? My damn Coors Light. My mountains aren't blue no more. God damn it, motherfucker. <laughs> We could do a second podcast, <laughs> and we could both take on the other accent. Just, just the different accent. The different accent. We could do. We could do mutually codependent south. <laughs> this is the south edition. Yeah. yeah. Hey y'all. Okay. I. Oh my god. I actually probably could market that better than our own podcast. Hey y'all. <laughs> no, like. A southern version of mutually codependent. <laughs> just for people to mock? Yes. Or do you think we would just get more support in we, the South? I think we'd get more support in the South. Dude, we're so liberal, though. 
Oh, maybe all the liberal people in the South. There's liberal people in the South? Yeah, I know. There's plenty of... Uh... Man, that also, stuff is good. Also, I mean, that would be funny. I can do my old accent for quite some time. It doesn't take that much to get rid of it. My biggest fear would be that we would use it so much... Bitch. That we would that, start talking like that all that the time. We'd be doing it at home. Yeah. And our kids would not let us hear the end of it. No, they would never. I used to go to Oklahoma <laughs> and like after a few days, and I came back, and my friends would be like, you sound different. Yeah. I, I miss when, when, when I moved from Pensacola, Florida at 13, I was here for about seven eight months before i went back to visit we went for two weeks during the summer before school started again yeah and um i went to see all my old friends i had always grown up with and the first thing they all said is where did your accent go <laughs> <laughs> and you're like i went somewhere where i wasn't allowed they made everybody made fun of me my first week of school they're like where the hell are you from and i was like florida and they're like they talk like that in florida and i'm like um yeah it's like pretty much Alabama, y'all. <laughs> it's not real far. Not real far at all. Yeah, and I came from, uh, <clears throat> so from Kansas to Oklahoma, and <laughs> where the fuck did I pick up the Southern accent? Do people have a Southern accent in Oklahoma? Yeah, in Oklahoma, yeah. That's where you got it from. Yeah, that has to be it. Because that's where all my family in Oklahoma. Yeah. Because they they have a southern accent, but then they don't say y'all. Yeah, they don't say y'all. Because that's not the south. For saying y'all. Because Oklahoma is not the south. It's yeah. Midwest. I guess that's true. It's like the plains. That's weird. Oh, I also listen to like nothing but country music. <laughs> that's true. Jesus Christ! I wonder if that's what it was. <laughs> that is what it is. God damn it! And I didn't Garth listen Brooks? to country music, and Garth I still Brooks, had an accent. Fucker. But we all had accents. Boot scooting. And it doesn't take me long for when we're in Louisiana either for my accent to come out. Yeah. A, about a day. Well, yeah. I can just like let my guard down and be with my peoples. Be with your people. <laughs> be with my dad. Be with my peoples. <laughs> it's yeah. uh, The more I, I discover about my autism, the more I realize how much my dad and I are alike. Yeah. Like I always knew we were similar, but there were things that were similar about us, but... Like our ability to fish well and see the bright side of the dark. <laughs> the ability to fish better than our spouses. Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, our I, like of dead animals. I don't know if I've and ever seen fish. <laughs> she doesn't really like it. Kelsey apparently, Kelsey apparently is an amazing fisher, 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 fisher lady, fisher woman. Yeah, <clears throat> you could just call them all fishers. Fishers, fishermen. Yeah. No, fisher you don't even need the man. Fisherman, fisherman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a fisher. I fish. Just that's say I fish. Should, yeah, I'm I a go fisher. fishing. I fish. <laughs> I fish. I like crabbing, like actually I catching crab. them with nets. Totally crab, man. Yeah, that's rock and roll. I feel like we're going back and forth like a letter Kenny skit. <laughs> I don't know. This we only has 24%. Well, I mean, that was a big pre-roll. Mine's like a little, it's so sad. Well, yours wasn't filled very well. You can you can use mine if you need. Mm-mm. That's cool. Um, <sighs> yeah, so. We were supposed to talk about salespeople. 
Yeah, oh, we did. I will talk about our finance guy. So, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, they were like, hey, you going to buy this car? And I was like, yeah, sign the dotted line. Cool. But I didn't really look at it real hard because I knew in the finance department I could look real hard because <laughs> then they'll put it on one piece of paper called a purchase order and I can look at every line and figure out what the fuck am I paying for. And by doing that, it ended up saving us $2,400 because um, I started asking some questions like, uh, excuse me, why are we paying $498 for tent? <laughs> and it was all T-I-N-T capitalized. So I was like, is that an acronym for something or is that actual, actual tent? <laughs> like a tent job. And he goes, oh, it's a tent job. And I'm like, that's that's not a thing. <laughs> at this point he didn't know i sold cars before um and, and he's like he looks at me and i was like why would you guys put a tent on a used car before you sold it yeah and he was like what i was like okay wait 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 look i got i'll satisfy this if you can tell me what company tented the windows so that i can claim a warranty if i have any trouble with it i'll pay you for tent but i'm not paying you five hundred dollars for tent and he just <sighs> and he's like well sometimes you have to remove the tent and put tent on it and i looked at him and i was like that's impossible because tent from the factory is smoked glass it is not a film that you can remove. He had no idea. And replace. But he was so full of shit. He was so full of shit. Just sleazy or stupid or both. Yes. All of the above. Yeah. And so. Do not leave your drinks fucking, open around him, ladies. Fucking Efren. You idiot. Well, what was the guy's name so, yesterday with the hair? Oh, no. I don't even know. And I. You know what? He was so sweet. Oh, God, he was? I don't even want to make fun of his hair, but we're going to tell you about it in just a second. So the tent. The the tent (laughs) is a comb over with curls. Like in the front. But it wasn't a comb over. It was a comb comb forward. It was a comb forward and had curls in the front. And it was like crunchy looking. I wasn't there. I just received a picture. It was was like he tried to have a Caesar cut with curly hair. But all his hair was in the back of his head. And it had to be really straight to make it to the front of his hair. Where it immediately turned into curls for tiny little bangs about the size of a nickel. And they were gelled. He had a bottle of gel on almost no hair. And I took a picture of it over over the screen. In between me and him was his computer screen. So I could see was his hair. That's just what he sits me. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? His forehead and above. Mate, he needs a Dell monitor. Were you like, hey, mate, you need some new hair there? Like, let's go down and get your hair cut. It's time for a shave, mate. Yeah, like, get rid of it. What's happening? So, where's his wife? Did he, he have was, a ring on his he, finger? He ended up being nice enough, actually. But um, he wasn't the first, an idiot. The first finance guy, and I'm talking about this fucking tent, and I'm like, all right, we'll deal with the tent. I'll pay for it if it happened. But I want a warranty. I want to. I want you to prove it to me. Yeah. And then what's this resist all? And he goes, oh, that's the that's the no, I'm not gonna pay for that. 
And he goes, all right, we can take that off. I was like, cool. So let's talk about, you know, the financing. I was like, honestly, the damn thing's only got 14,000 miles. I'm not too concerned with an extended warranty. And you're charging me $3,900 for it on yeah. a $27,000 car. That seems a little off balance to me. To me. And he was like, oh, well, what do you, what do you think is a fair price? And I was like, well, that's an interesting question because- Efren. Uh, did I say that? No, I oh, did. that would have been funny. <laughs> I did. You said, that's, that's interesting. And I said, Efren. I was like, because <laughs> how would I know what would be fair unless I knew what you paid for? You d- you didn't pay $3,900 for it. No. Uh, and he was like, well, if you go without uh, the coverage, he's like, I, your approval at 11 point whatever percent, uh, which I was shocked by, I was expecting to pay like 16 probably. Um, uh, so because the market's just nuts right now, not necessarily representative of my credit, but just, I know how bad it is right now. So, um, I was like, $3,900 is too much, but I don't know what you paid for. What was your cost on that? And he was like, I was 1600 bucks. And I was like, why the fuck would you tell me what your cost he is, was man? An idiot. <laughs> he was so stupid. It was. I was like, okay, well, like, uh, and I'm what? signing stuff, and I'm signing stuff, and I hadn't even, like, told him I wasn't going to finish signing it until I got these things taken off. Yeah. Um, and and I was just like, that, that's, he's like, all right, well, you know what, I'll, let me go talk to them. He's <clears> like, this stuff should have been talked about before. Yeah. Uh, except the the warranty was between he and I, but the other stuff, I signed something saying I was going to buy it. Yeah. And they tried to sell me $500 tent Asshole. that didn't exist. And the resist all that they didn't tell me about. Yeah. So I wouldn't have even seen that if I didn't know how to look at a purchase order and see line for line what every charge was. And he came back and he's like, all right, well, we took those things off. And I'm like, surprise, surprise. And we, uh, they're, they're offering to, you know, we can do a thousand dollars off the warranty. And I was like, 2,900. I was like, that seems kind of high. And he's like, you know what? Look, let's just make it 2,500. And and we can be done. And I was at that point. I felt like okay, like they're done. Get, they're Sign the goddamn paper. Let's yeah, go. they're they're getting a little bit of profit. Like that's yeah. That's I'll let them get some. I know that they can sell it at cost. Yeah, I, I know that that's possible. But I didn't force it, and I wasn't. I I was just trying to feel like I got a good deal, and I, I, I think, felt like they I think tried we to got screw a great us. Deal. But overall, we did. After um, you after you swooped in. After I saved the twenty four hundred dollars, with your knowledge, yeah. So I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Sorry, you don't know what you did. Well, I do. I I didn't mean to. It was I was trying to fix it and I fucked it up. I didn't fuck it up. I just made a noise. It's just a mic cable. I'm sorry. Check one two one two. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't you supposed to like get stuff done? Yeah. After we do this. Yeah, I got to leave here in like twenty minutes. Oh dang. Yeah. Probably shouldn't smoke anymore. I'm not. I'm done. Yeah. And I'm going to um b- brush my teeth. <laughs> As she finishes her curse. <clears throat> Silver bullet. Silver oh. bullet. That's I fucked that up. My uh, my mountains are no longer blue. I'll do the... um. I have to do the graphic when I get back. 
Okay, you guys don't need to know any of about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Recording. I think we're good. Let's uh, wrap this up. Are we done? I don't care about anything else that I had written to talk about. Yeah, that's dope. Not enough to drag it over the hour, I think. that's No. Different. No, because that's long enough, guys. I guess. I don't fucking know. Tell us if it's not. Okay, bye. In the words of Cat Williams, be your own motherfucker star player. Peace out.